1: The Jason and Alexis podcast is brought to you by The Free House. As long as snow is on the ground, they'll have snow globes on the patio. Book this unique winter dining experience by the hour by calling The Free House. Full menu is available along with some unique winter cocktails and food items. Hey, Don. Yes, Jason.
2: When I say unique dining experience, what comes to mind?
1: Uh, that time you told me about the place you ate in the dark.
2: <laughs> yes, I did eat in the dark. Okay, yes. what if I say to you patio dome, 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 dome.
1: Ooh, I think you're talking about those awesome igloos outside the freehouse, right?
2: I am. That's right. Listen to this everybody. As long as snow is on the ground, the folks of the freehouse are going to have basically snow globes on the patio. You can book these dawn for a unique dining dining experience by the hour.
1: That is very cool. So you can rent one for your friends. This is perfect for a little holiday get-together. Maybe you're too busy before Christmas, and now is the
2: perfect time. Or maybe you just want to put your whole family in that snow globe.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's a great idea. You can sit in the other one, rent two, wave to them from your dome.
2: Bye! That's right. The full menu is available along with some unique winter cocktails and unique winter food items. For more information, call the Free House. Any information such might be able to
0: help. Help, help. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture at the top
1: of every hour. On My Talk 1071.
3: Now tell us everything, everything. The
1: NBA everything. has officially postponed Tuesday nights tonight's Lakers versus Clippers game at Staples Center in L.A. out of respect yeah. for the Lakers organization, which is reeling from the death of Kobe Bryant. Uh, and LeBron was seen sobbing when he got off the Lakers team plane at LAX on Sunday following a game in Philadelphia. Sorry.
2: I'm sorry, Dawn, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Yeah, it was hard. That was hard to watch. I didn't, but that's a, a classy move by the Lakers. Yeah. Nobody. There's, this is going to be a great time to um, have a wonderful tribute, but can you imagine those those guys trying to play? No, a, 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 no, no, no. I think no. they they're, need a lot more human. time,
1: you know? yes. It's yeah. just when do you reschedule those things because they play
3: so much. But yeah. one of the Timberwolves, or I guess I don't know who the player was, said last night that this would make Kobe mad. This would make Kobe very yeah. mad he stopped playing. because he was a champion and he was a warrior and the game must go on and he would want the whole league... To uh, get out on the court and play your heart mm, out. Okay. And, and that would be a fine tribute to him. Yeah, that yeah, makes sense. That's, that's true.
1: Okay, one day at a time, we were upset that it got canceled. Well, yeah. it's back. Um, Actually, it's now on Pop TV. And it looks like Ray Romano is going to join for the first episode. Huh, so that's this. really cool. I love Ray Romano. He's great. And it's debuting March 24th. So you can still see One Day at a Time.
2: It's a great show. Um, you know, it speaks. It, it, it's it's Norman Lear. It's a remake of his original show with Bonnie Franklin in the '80s, but updated. It's about a Cuban American family. Uh, I mean, Rita Morano's in it. I mean, do I need to say anything oh, else? I mean, God, that's reason great. enough to watch it. So, and they he's playing Schneider, Jason.
3: <laughs> no, there's yeah, another no. guy that plays Schneider. <laughs> oh.
2: There's another guy that plays Schneider. But they tackle they tackle topics a lot of sitcoms don't tackle, and uh, I think it's brave and um, it's it's good. It's good.
1: Brian May from Queen, the guitarist. Uh, He has a lot of artistic talents. Um, He now is selling... (laughs) On his website, you can find um, Brian May Guitars Sports Bras. Huh?
3: It's one of the products
1: on his website. Yeah, it's like all of his guitars in different colors printed on sports bras. It's just one of those things that you're like, really? Really? This is part of your merch. It's kind of weird, right? That's Except, odd. though, if people buy it. <laughs> I guess so. No, so weird. It's, it's, it's so wrong. It's right.
3: Does he have <laughs> no. jock straps for the fellas? <laughs>
1: yes. Oh, or look, banana hammocks. I'll look into that. Oh, she got really excited about that. I, I love banana yeah. hammocks. <laughs> okay. That's the latest dirt. <laughs> you
3: can find more on our that app. That's that, that,
1: yeah.
0: that is brand new information. My. Talk dirt alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 1071.
3: Damn, I hate to go inside, call a mama bad like Michael Can't really trust nobody with all this jewelry on you My roof look like a no-show, got diamonds by the bolo Come with the Tony Mom for clowns and all the balls. Oh. I hate to go inside, call a mama bad like Michael Can't really trust nobody with all this jewelry on you My roof look like a no-show, got diamonds by the bolo Don't act like you my friend so, and they be going psycho, my Broly going crazy, and hitting little mama. She. My baby. Good morning, everybody, and welcome.
2: <laughs> oh, what's up? I'm what still, the hell? She's,
3: she's Stephanie Hanson without even trying to be Stephanie Hanson. What is she doing now? Hansen. what are you doing? The whole did banana did hammock She thing. said
4: no one ever. I love banana hammocks.
3: <laughs> I don't. I think you're the only one on the planet that likes them.
4: Haven't you, you guys like heard about Hansen? my restaurant concept <laughs> oh, called man. Dongs? Oh, oh, no. you got to get <laughs> no. together with
3: my
1: sisters. No. They want
4: to open one next to Hooters. Called Peckers, (laughs) yeah, woodpecker. Mine's Dongs, and the people serve you in banana hammocks, and it specializes in hot dogs. And there'll be different varieties of hot dogs. Peckers is better because that's a woodpecker theme. You know what
1: I mean? And there's an owl. What you know?
4: Dongs is just Dongs is a little mutt. Anyway,
3: here's Jason Matheson with (laughs) with a radio show.
4: (laughs) (laughs) These are award winning concepts. Who would have thought Hooters? Would like be a good idea
3: i I've, yeah. I've never been
4: have you ever heard of the heart attack grill, Kenny? that's a true place too Uh yeah. I
3: think so in Texas
4: um I saw it in Las Vegas, yeah, Las they Las might Vegas. have one in Texas, but they serve these like two thousand calorie heart attack platters of burgers and bacon and all the stuff. Can you that... smoke at the same time? I think so <laughs> I think so. The waitresses wear nurse uniforms oh boy, anyway. Please tell me you're still there, Jason. I'm here. I'm,
3: I, I wouldn't <laughs> I was, blame you for
2: why. I a good
1: segue into what he's about to bring
2: up. Uh, Kenny, I was going to leave, and then I thought, you know what? It's only 53 more minutes, and I never want to add more work to Don's plate. So I thought, uh, you know, I, I'll stay. Thank I'll stay. you. Thank you. Um, speaking of banana hammocks, uh, <coughs> uh, did your husband uh, wear any banana hammocks on the 10-day boat cruise you were on, Steph?
4: Oh, I already feel so bad because I threw him under the bus with the brown teeth stains from the cigars. Um, he actually does have two bathing suits. One is like for public consumption, and one is private because it dries faster and uh, we're wet a lot on the boat. So he has one that's kind of a... Risque. It's a little... Um, <laughs> it's not a... It's not a thong bikini, and it's not a Speedo. It's got a little more coverage than that, but it's not a full-on like board short either. It's kind of in between. That's a very long answer to your question.
2: Um okay let me let me
4: oh, I'm so happy he's out of town. Let me,
2: let me let me come in the back door here. Um let me uh so Art. that's a horrible no. turn of phrase for this I <laughs> I wasn't gonna, was. I just was silent I, was
3: gonna say anything I didn't that, know what to do, I,
4: I was uncomfortable that, in my workplace.
3: That was, <laughs> I was gonna let that one slide. Nope, I, no, uh, not that
4: either.
2: No, I, I just want
1: to point out that none of this is me right now. I know of it, none of this
2: is, <laughs> we're yeah. juveniles. It's uh, well, I actually didn't even mean to be. I um... anyway, Don, Don yes. and Steve here yet. Or are they? No, uh, not now. Not, not, yeah. Um. Anyway, so uh, Steph was on a 10 day boat uh, with her husband in the Virgin Islands. I have so many questions. L- let me start with this. D- did you learn
4: anything? Um, uh, did I learn anything
2: or what was your biggest takeaway?
4: There's a couple of unique things I saw. One is when you're in a storm on the ocean in the middle of the ocean that in the like middle of the storm, in the eye of the storm, the water gets very calm and looks like oil because the wind is dissipated for whatever reason.
2: We've just lost
4: Dawn. I didn't need to hear that ever. Yeah, so I've never <laughs> seen that before. That was cool. Mm. The other thing I've learned is some of these boats have these purple lights that attract fish at night. And it's super cool to watch the fish come while you're on your mooring ball floating back and forth.
1: You're in the dark in the
4: water? No, you're, oh. you're looking at the dark water, oh, though, God. and it's lit no, up by a not. purple light that's attracting fish. Mm. So I'm cleaning the dishes. There's little rice bits, and the fish are coming to eat the little rice bits, and that's very entertaining. Here's what you don't want to do: the next morning, you don't want to like put your mask on and jump into the water to take a quick snorkel before you leave your mooring, because when you jump in, all of those fish that were there are still there. Oh, and there were like 22 tarpons, oh. barracudas. There yep. were big fish, oh. Oh. and I. Jumped in, looked around because I had my mask on when I jumped in, so quickly scrambled out of there because it was just so jarring. I didn't expect to see like really big fish and they're harmless.
1: Here's the big thing we've been
4: waiting for. Tarpon are huge. They're gigantic. Yeah, They're gigantic and they look menacing, but they're not. They have these huge silver scales. They look prehistoric. Yeah, but oh, they're attracted okay. to the bait fish. So I jump in the water, and then I was like, "Oh, geez, ah, get
3: out!" <laughs> yeah, oh no! So I, I could didn't, see you bursting out without even a ladder. Like it on was the cartoons. pretty.
4: Just so many of them, and I <sighs> just jumped right into a school of gigantic prehistoric fish. That was wow. scary. Mm-hmm. I did have a couple jellyfish sightings. Mm-hmm. That's also a little like oh,
3: but they leave you alone.
4: We- yeah, but you got to look for them. Yeah, what is mooring? Uh, mooring is there's a ball that's anchored with a chain to the bottom of the ocean and you can either anchor your own boat where you put the anchor in and then pull it back so that you're steady or you can attach with a rope to these mooring balls in very popular areas i see they have the ball so that you don't dig up the whole ground and turtle environments and all of that oh okay so, yeah, a lot of times you're floating tied to this ball and it's like sure. all night long. Yeah. You, you, and I, I don't know why it sounds fun, but it is.
3: Hmm. Mm.
4: So, yeah, so that I learned that um, during to
3: during the storm. Did, did you and Kurt say your final goodbyes at all?
4: No, but so, you know, you get into rough seas sometimes and I it was uh, looking like it was going to start to rain and the seas were pretty big anyway. So I was like, you know what? Let's get our life jackets. So he's like, well, I'll be fine. I'm like, no, please go get the life jackets. I'd feel so much better. So we get the life jackets on. And then I'm like, and by the way, can you tie yourself in? And he's like, oh. you know, we're going to be oh. fine. But there's like a little wire stanchion that's keeping you in the boat in the back. Right. And it starts to rain. And it's slippery. hmm and you've got sunscreen on and stuff, too. So I'm like, can you just tie in? So he makes a rope and ties himself. When we're in this storm, and it's very loud, and it's we're in a great rain cloud, basically. We can't see anything. We can't mm. even wear our glasses, because there's so much rain. Right. And he's going, mm. if I fall out of the boat, this is the button you push! Then you he's like giving me the man overboard drill which I have sure. had a few times. Yeah. But I was like don't fall out of the boat because I'm just going to cry. Like I am just going to cry. So tie yourself in and hang on. So
3: sails are up.
4: Yeah, and and a jib was up, not a big sail, a little one. Right. Um and then sometimes that's helpful in a storm because it keeps you on course. And the
3: boat does have a little, like, motor, right? A, a yep, tiny a diesel motor. Yep, yeah. it
4: goes six
2: knots. Right. Yeah. 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 Oh, my goodness.
4: So, yeah, um, he didn't Dawn. fall out of the boat.
2: Huh? Oh, he did. He Dawn. did not. Yeah, okay. I can't. I can't. It, I, that it sounds would... so
4: much more dramatic than it is. The biggest thing is... The ocean is very unpredictable, but at the same time predictable. So when you're in a storm, you get used to the rhythm of what's happening. Sure. And it's sort of calming. Yeah. Um, I, you know, 15 feet swells are very big, slow-moving waves that you ride up, and then you ride down, yeah, and you ride uh, up. Yeah. And they're not, like, pounding, coming at your boat. Like, it's not like that. It's more just, like, this gigantic up and down. But when you're on the down...
0: go to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price price
4: line hi everybody this is adriana Trajani. i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to kristin hannah mitch album Susie essman
3: you got you're also on a lake here in Minnesota, yes, and you've been out in white cap conditions right?
4: I've been called off of Lake Superior before,
3: so well, no, let's go to a, a smaller lake, uh-huh. but white caps. how's it compared to white caps in like a twenty footer uh in Minnesota? Is it more violent or is the way rhythm... way so the ocean is way more violent,
4: yes, and oh. in a storm, winds are swirling. So waves are coming one way. The swell might be coming another way. Oh. It's just this very churny, choppy situation. Oh, my God. It just gets
3: worse and worse. Uh, One time... (laughs) Dawn has
4: got her hand over her mouth. I feel bad. I think we need to stop. Mm. I
3: I had to pick up decoys in the dark in white caps once. Oh, yeah. That's hard. When I was doing Mm. it, it, you know, it was like, okay, if something happens here, at least I'll be able to swim or float into shore. Yeah. But then after that, after I got out of there in the years since, I'm thinking, that was really, 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 really stupid. That was really dumb on my behalf. Nobody knew I was out there. It's five in the morning, it's dark and it's white caps. I shouldn't have done yeah. that, uh, but that seems like it doesn't even compare at all yeah, to your little to your little storm on the ocean.
4: Well, and I think I I think I I learned how to sail with a captain on Lake Superior. We first started sailing in the Virgin Islands. We took my daughter down there when she was five, and my husband had a captain, and we got certified down there. But then I needed to do some coursework too, so I did mine on Lake Superior. And Lake Superior is, like, as crazy as an ocean, sometimes more so because yeah, it's cold. Right. If you fall into Lake Superior, like, you have very little time to mm-hmm. get your wits oh, wait, about I'll you. Two again. minutes. Yeah. If you yeah. fall into the ocean, mm-hmm. you know, it's 80 degrees still. Yeah. Um, okay. So I just have, I think, mm-hmm. a different sense of waves. And sure. I don't know. I've never thrown up. I don't know why. I, I don't know why I like it. I don't know why I keep doing it. People are like, is it? It's like it's like a floating RV. Right. You know, once you get to where you're going, it's like an R V park with rich people, well, I guess. The
3: video you sent to us, did you post that by the way? Did I see it on Twitter or was it a personal text? I it think might it was have been te- an Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Uh that looked lovely.
4: Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. That and looked and you can really see awesome. things that you don't see on land. You can get to places that mm-hmm. you wouldn't get to. Mm-mm. It's beautiful.
2: Okay. <laughs> well, wow, this has been lovely. I know.
4: Um, come on. Yeah. Sound like a creep who doesn't flush and wipe herself and speaking I'm of some that, f- adventure seeker.
3: Uh, speaking no, of that, it, where does it go?
4: The boat.
3: No, the contents. I don't know. You oh, dump it when
2: you get to shore.
4: here's For all of you people that cruise, because nobody knows this, here's what happens. Oh boy. When no. you're out at sea, Uh-oh. your cr- captain opens the hatch. They do it on commercial I, I vessels. Okay. They I do it on cruise ships. That's a big deal. The ocean is so big. Mm. It's, it is. It just. That's what happens to it.
2: 817. We're going to take a break. <laughs> Open and, the hatch and, uh, on this show. I'm gonna, I, about I'll to go it. through <laughs>
4: the floor and not come back.
2: <laughs> Dawn, There's an Dawn, exit I,
4: button for me. I, oh.
2: I pressed the escape hatch about five minutes ago. <laughs> uh, the, the dirt alert is coming up next.
1: Jason, do you know what a registered dietitian is?
2: Um, Do you mean like Richard Simmons?
1: No. He doesn't even talk to people anymore. <laughs> I am talking about a person who knows what to eat because 80% of losing weight is your diet. It is. It really is. And before I went to Livia, I used to eat macaroni and cheese, okay. English muffins, okay. some nerds maybe for dinner, oh, and then about- Is this all
2: dinner? Or are we talking all <laughs> no, dinner No, that's here? all breakfast, that's, okay? Oh, this is breakfast. Yes, okay. yes. Okay.
1: So I lost some weight on Livia. It used to be MetaFast, by the way, and they put a program together for you, so it makes it really easy. You lose weight, and then you keep the weight off.
2: And I, see, I love this because they take the thinking out of it. You don't, I, they get the program for you. I love this. Yes,
1: and they sit with you each week, and they troubleshoot what could be coming up next for you. Ten convenient locations in Minnesota and Wisconsin. Join Livia's eight-week challenge and receive your first eight weeks free when you mention my talk, Livia.com.
3: Of
2: my talk, Dirt Alert. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. It's time to get caught up with all the big dirt of the day in the dirt alert with Elizabeth Reese. Good morning, Elizabeth. Good
0: morning, you guys. Of course, the news of Kobe Bryant's death is still what's dominating the headlines today. And um, gosh, these photos. Did you see these photos of the helicopter in no. a ball of fire? After the crash. Um, So those images have emerged. And um, there was a man who was riding a mountain bike with a friend who got photos of the inferno after witnessing um, the helicopter crash just before 10 a.m. on Sunday. Um, This man said out of the fog came a helicopter and it slammed into the mountainside about 200 feet from where we were standing. Can you imagine? Oh,
2: my goodness.
0: He said we were close enough that we could feel the air from the propellers. There was a huge fireball. One of the helicopter doors landed about 10 to 15 feet away from us. Helicopter parts were flying everywhere. There was very little left of the helicopter. Um, So he said that he and his friend then rushed to the wreckage to try to help anybody who might be inside. But there were obviously no survivors. And they had no idea that it was Kobe Bryant, of course, in that helicopter. And it was just the fact that Mm. he said that a whole helicopter full of people crashed was shocking to us. Oh, my goodness. There's some more uh, information emerging about the conditions that um, that this helicopter was flying in. So the pilot had asked for and received what's known as special visual flight rules clearance to fly by sight in worse than normal visibility in this airspace, which is controlled. You know, there's air traffic controllers managing this airspace. So he was flying um, at fourteen hundred feet And he veered from Highway 101 below and then smashed into the Calabasas Hills is what authorities are saying. And so now the National Transportation Safety Board is looking at this and um, they're saying they're not just focusing on the weather. They're looking at man, machine and the environment. And what's interesting about this is it looks like, according to the radar data, the chopper climbed. So it sounds like he was trying to get out of the clouds, Mm -hmm. climbed to 2300 feet and then began a left descending turn. And there is no. If you're wondering, like, is there going to be a black box? Will they be, able, they be able to find information out through that? There isn't on this aircraft, and they were not required to have one.
2: Mm. Oh, just so sad. I don't it's, know what
0: the downside is of having a black box. I thought every aircraft had a black box. Well, it would kind box. of make sense. It's just
2: yeah. commercial
3: aircraft
0: that are required that, that have yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, big commercial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Shaquille O'Neal talking about the loss of his dear friend, Kobe Bryant. I mean, the celebrity reaction has really just been so far spread. And he said that um, when he first heard about it, he thought it was fake. He said he thought it was a hoax. And he um, did an episode of his podcast talking, over, talking about it, just saying he's just sick. That he's mm. just sick. So, Ugh. I know. It's just so tragedy. It's tragic. And as you learn more about the other people that were on... Yes. That helicopter ride as well and um, and their families. I mean, I read a, an interview with a man whose wife coached um for this team and they had been he and his wife had been coaching at the private school where Kobe Bryant's kids go and he talked about Kobe Bryant seeing something in his wife as just an amazing coach and saying hey can you come and work for me Aww. and it totally changed their lives because it was amazing and he said it was just incredible and this incredible opportunity and i was so proud of her she was on the flight and now he is left with their three children the oldest of which is 11
2: Oh, gosh. Just awful. So awful. I'm just saying, I said this earlier, Elizabeth. I'm just so glad that the... I hate the term the media, but I'm so glad yesterday... Um that the other names were given proper respect and it wasn't just Kobe Bryant, right. his daughter, mm-hmm. and seven others. I'm glad that we're learning their stories. I know. And I like Hearing to give their people names. Grace because it's uh, yes. hard to find Absolutely. out. I Absolutely, mean, yes. That's
0: hard to find out that information. I mean it was Kobe Bryant's chartered helicopter, right? And so you find out him he and his daughter. I because I, I saw some posts that were being like people people who say that the other people don't matter and i'm like who's saying the other people don't matter no one's saying that that. they of course matter it's just they're not as public of a figure and so it's harder to find out information and they don't have teams of people and they don't have celebrity friends who are talking about it and so you you know you hear about it
2: yeah it's 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 sadly just the reality. I mean, when you you know, it's not anybody's fault that mm-hmm. you're not Kobe Bryant. It's just it's it's not an act of disrespect. No. It's it's just the way it is. I mean, when something like this happens, and it happens to a a person of fame, that person of fame is is unfortunately going to get the bulk of the initial coverage and response. Right. So. Right.
0: Yeah, um, I do want to fill you in on a couple of other stories that are going on. That controversial Russell, Russell Simmons documentary debuted at Sundance. Have you been following what's been going on with yes. it? No. It's been really... Interesting, because it's had quite a rocky run-up to the release. So, Oprah Winfrey backed out as executive producer of this documentary. And she took the distributor that she was working with, Apple TV Plus, with her. Um, But the documentary is called On the Record. And it is about the sexual misconduct allegations against music mogul Russell Simmons. It debuted at Sundance to not one, but two standing ovations. Oh, and is this um, Kamora Lee Simmons' husband? Yes, it's Kamora Lee Simmons' ex-husband. And, um, you know, she, Russell and Oprah were close. And he was featured on her Super Soul Sunday series. Mm-hmm. He, she was executive producing this, and I don't know if you saw it, but he posted a lengthy Instagram post essentially begging her not to be part of this. Um, that they have this relationship and that he admits that he was unfaithful and did not behave well throughout his marriage to Kimora Lee Simmons but he denies sexual assault allegations right and um, and then Oprah, I ended up backing out of the project, but she said um, that it didn't have to do with him. It had to do with the creative differences between the other people who were working on the project. It's really interesting. Hmm. It's going to be interesting to see as as more people get to see this, what story it tells.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oprah did a. Oprah kind of set the record straight on CBS this morning. You can Google that uh, from last week. Elizabeth Reese, today at three on Twin Cities Live. We're going to take a break. We'll be back right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 107.1. Everything entertainment, everything Jaws. I'm Jace. With Dawn, Stephanie, Kenny, you. Mmm. Ah. Had to take another sip of coffee there. need a little boost. You do? Well, I don't know. Yeah. I slept really well last night. I don't, I don't get... Especially... Is, is there anything better? A few things in life are better than fresh sheets. Am I right oh, on this? Oh, yes. Freshly clean sheets. And the cool side of the pillow. Yes. yes. Yeah. It just was nice. It was very, very nice. Oh, that and... Uh, my my marathon of my feet are killing me I, on TLC. <laughs> oh man,
1: it was just a good night.
2: It was a good, uh, uh, yeah. Colin joked because he had a late night at work. He goes, "God, you were in heaven. You you got to watch like three episodes, of my feet are killing me." And I wasn't home. You were you were just in heaven. I'm like, <laughs> I had the house. I had the house to myself. It was lovely. It was just me and the boys. And um, yeah, it was a it was a it was a good time. And then we watched Cheer. On Netflix, which has anybody watched that? What is it?
4: No. It's a cheerleading oh. show. I know a little bit about it. Here's the oh. weird thing: my very good friend last night we were at book club. Her sister's daughter is starring in it. Really? Allie Ross, I think is her name.
2: Um, Ally with two. Uh, yes. It's, with wait, two. it's
4: here's her Instagram. Hold on. It is A L Ross three.
2: A.L. Ross Mm 3, okay. Give me the promise. So, it is, it it takes place in in Texas at this cheerleading, um, uh, professional cheerleading, not professional, I think they're college age, um, this cheerleading academy that is legendary. Like, it's run by the the woman that's the main coach, her name is Monica, and she is, uh, uh, like, she's the Bill Belichick of cheerleading camps that's of, of a really cheer-
4: good way to describe it
2: yeah she's uh, she and it's from the 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 cheerleading places is the navarro college cheer academy and they are a 14 time NCA collegiate national champs for cheer and you watch this and at first you know my executive producer jeff kept telling me to watch this i'm like yeah oh, whatever I watched episode one and I was hooked because not only do you get wrapped up in the culture of, of cheer, which I know very little about, but also I think this is the secret weapon. You really start to love these kids and you start to really care about their individual stories. And uh, I've, I've watched three stories and uh, each one, Takes a little bit of time to delve into their personal backgrounds, and you know uh, th- there are guys on these cheer teams, and a lot of the guys struggle with you know being a guy on a cheer team and what that means uh, to folks back in-, in their towns. You know they're they're judged, they're discriminated against, they're called you know the f word, and and they're made fun of. But what these ignorant people don't realize. They are athletes i mean you you watch these 100%. kids you watch what they do. These are athletes in, in in the top echelon of 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 their craft, and you can't help but have respect for them. But you, you feel for them, too, because they are. they're they're In some cases, their families have kicked them out, rejected them. What? Um, yeah. Uh, well,
3: well, don't you have to, as a guy, don't you have to throw these gals up in the air and uh, catch them? Yes. Everything yeah, that yeah. happens in figure skating, basically?
1: Absolutely. My ex-boyfriend was, a in college, was a football player. And in order to supplement his scholarship money, they suggested... Because he couldn't afford, you know, school, they were like, kind of made him be a cheerleader for basketball. And he, you know, learned a lot from it. And So did he so, take any heat? Yeah, but actually at this school, there were several football players that were actually also cheerleaders yeah. because they weren't, you know, they, they just needed to. But but people knew that they were, I don't know, it was kind of a different thing there, but they're definitely athletes. Yeah. I mean,
3: well, I can't well, believe anybody would even question otherwise.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's just, and it shows, there's one moment where, at the episode one, where the documentary crews go into like this gun shop. And uh, there's some, you know, there's just some good old boys there. Just, you know, they they look like they basically look like my, my father-in-law, you know, just normal. Or like, I mean, seriously, Kenny, they look like they could be down in your shop. You they're, know what I mean? They're just my good my people. Yeah, they're your. And the crews were cracking me up because you hear the interviewer look at the three guys and say, hey, did you guys know that there's a 17 time championship cheerleading academy in your town? And I'm. It's. I'm not gonna do it justice. But Kenny, the one guy looks and he goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the the, kid, the, the the town has no idea. There's a good chunk of the town that has no idea that. Well, it, it sounds like the producers are trolling for
3: controversy. <laughs> oh, sure. yeah. well, you have Seriously. to. You have to make going, a story out of it. If you're going to a gun gun shop, shop. come yeah, on, man. Yeah. It,
4: they can uh, but, make a story out of Real Housewives. They can make a story out of cheerleading camp. And
2: I've never but, seen Real Housewives <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> But the reason I bring that up is, is, but then, you know, you start to see uh, people embracing uh, some of the kids and the care that the coach, as hard as she is, the care she has for uh, her team and these kids and how she pushes them to be their best and not just in cheer, but... She is very tough in, you know, academics, uh, you know, they can't falter in their studies. And it's uh, it's fascinating. I am hooked. And in episode three kind of ended with a <gasps> kind of big moment. And now I can't wait. Always a good sign for me when I can't wait to go home to watch the next one. That's then, how I'm feeling. right now. Then you got
4: to watch spinning out the 10 C episodes oh, yeah. of the skating fake. It's fake. It's a dramedy. But it's really good, and it's cheesy, and it's January Jones, and it's um, Johnny Weir. It's it's kind of the same sort of premise, like these people trying to get to nationals.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. What's it
4: called? Uh, spinning Out. It's
2: ice skating. Spinning Out. Okay, I'm going to write that down. Don McClain, have yeah. you watched any of Cheer? Maybe, I, I don't know if you guys talked about it last week. I, I, I
1: haven't. I've heard... Other opinions that aren't um, as glowing. glowing as yours, so I was going to skip it because. Oh, I, really? Yeah, I was a cheerleader, and yeah, I know. I mean, at some level, that whole world and going to cheerleading camp, at least for high school. And,
2: um, oh, I, yeah, I I thoroughly enjoy it. I episode one, I I was hooked, but it's like okay, I mean, I'm hooked, but it didn't grab me until 2 then i'm like okay hook line and sinker i'm i'm like one of the fish that stephanie encountered
3: are there cheerleading uh, moms like we have show business moms and uh, skating moms and hockey moms
2: um thank you for asking there is um there are uh, parents of one of the big social media stars because then you realize there's a whole there's a whole category of cheer celebrities in this day and age. All of these girls and, and the guys, they have hundreds of thousands of followers on social media. And one of the biggest, there's a young lady named Gabby whose parents are prominently featured on the show, and the parents are, they make you want to just poke your eye out. They're so irritating. <laughs> and I guess they're getting, I, I I haven't delved that deep into this, but this morning I was asking Jeff, my EP, my executive producer, and he goes, oh, there is backlash against these parents on Social media, so I have to investigate that. But oh, yes, there are stage parents uh represented in, in this show. Our so. gal
4: Ali Ross went from a thousand followers to a hundred thousand in two weeks.
3: Oh, yeah. that's alarming. Mm-hmm. I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd shut my Twitter account down if that happened, <laughs> you'd be scared. Yeah, I don't, I don't need that. <laughs> yeah,
2: no, it's oh, it's boy. I, Don. Uh, stick with me. I think you'll like it. I don't know who didn't like it, but um,
1: oh, uh several people. They oh, were really? Yeah, like, that's all right.
2: Oh, no. It's good. I They're wrong. They're horribly wrong. Uh, they're just fundamentally wrong about probably a lot of things. About I'm everything. Sure, you know, I'm no. sure they no. don't
4: wipe either. I'm sure. They yeah, don't I wash know. their hands. Ew, gross. Yeah. you got mail.
2: Marion writes, love, 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 cheer on Netflix. Panda also writes, uh, oh, my gosh, the moment in episode three you're talking about made me scream. Um, Yeah, it's it's good. I think you guys will like it. Uh, coming up on 843, we're going to take a break. We'll be back after this. Welcome back everybody Jason and Alexis in the morning I'm I Talk 1071. i I'm Jace With Dawn, Steph, and Kenny My friends don't forget to download The new episode of Two Fairy Godfathers Out right now We talk about uh, The difference in our opinion Between univer- like a fundamental Difference between Universal Studios And Disney World uh, Download it right now on Apple Podcast, Podcast One, Spotify, and uh, I think you find it interesting because there is a fundamental difference that we found, we find every time we go. Uh, download that right now and follow us on social media. Eight forty nine. Thanks for being here. Oh you know i was I was thinking too in the commercial break about cheer and and one of the another reason why I love it on Netflix I think it it appeals to me and anyone out there you know if you were kind of an outsider if you weren 't part of the popular group you, you, you know if you were maybe a drama kid or you you just didn 't feel like you fit in it, it it will really resonate with you because fundamentally that 's the through line of yes it 's about cheer and yes it 's about the competition and They're going to Daytona for the big championship, so you're curious of, you know, uh, it's like watching a home improvement show. Yeah, you want to see the finished product, but you do get wrapped up in the story of the homeowners, and it's the same thing here. Yeah, I want to know if they're eventually going to win in Daytona, but now you've become invested in these kids, and for me, I you know, I can absolutely relate to feeling like an outsider and not feeling... You know, because I didn't play football and I was a band kid. I, I, I know what it's like to to not feel like the cool kid. So, um, that's
4: why I loved it, Glee.
2: Yeah. I loved was, that show. Yeah. It was good for like three years and then yeah. it should have just ended.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Everything goes on at two seasons too long. Every, yes. Yes.
2: It should have ended with Rachel going to New York. Yep. I will, I will say that until the day I take my last breath that's it would have been a perfect ending to that show yep uh rachel goes to new york she you know she lives out her dream cut you know fade to black and then you and then you leave it up to your imagination what happens after that
4: yeah it's like the walking dead should have ended when carl died <laughs> mm. just so been done
1: to get past the
2: part mm. We could have ended it a little bit before that, though. But I mean, yeah. yeah.
4: (laughs) Probably. (laughs) We were getting sick of Carl long before that.
3: People have been saying that about my career. (laughs) Yeah. Honey, your career has had more lives than
4: mine. Yeah. And that's hard to do.
3: Yeah, like a
2: cockroach, huh? Yeah. At the end of the
4: world, it'll be Kenny,
2: Cher, and cockroaches. That'll be what's left. (laughs) Dawn, have you gotten back into Walking Dead? I can't remember.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, this is my problem. And I brought this up briefly yesterday i try to start getting back into it but i can't ever remember ever remember where i left off yeah other than right. when carl died so i'll go back to that and it's just it's just it's not a great show at this point but i've watched eight seasons yeah so I'm you're like, invested. i gotta catch up you know so i watch it when i'm at the gym and oh, um that's I watch, a good way like, to do well, it i watch and then it's a reward to me To watch the show, which I don't even like it at this point. So it doesn't really make me want to watch it. So you hate watching.
2: Do you almost feel like you're doing a job, Dawn? Do you almost feel like you're just, yeah, putting
1: in the time? It's the fourth time I've seen these scenes because I cannot remember what happened in the plot. And I know if I skip forward to the end of this season, I will be lost. So I'm like, okay, I'll just trudge through this again. Gotta I have figure to figure out what happened it. with
4: Negan and uh, yep.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just, but then I start to remember that I've watched past this point. <laughs> and I'm like, I know this, but if I don't, it, I'm sure other people go through this. Just not necessarily with Walking Dead, but other shows. Breaking like, Bad. Oh.
4: I kind of can't get past season two, and I want to, but then I start, and then I don't get consistent, and there's eight of them. And- <laughs> what was the Motorcycle <laughs>
3: exactly. Gang show? that was oh, Sons of Sons
4: Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy, that show uh, is my favorite.
3: First, I, I watched a few episodes and decided I hated it, uh, but then I had to watch all of it, and I uh, was binging like crazy, and then finally, how long did they go? Eight seasons?
4: No, I think it was only like five.
3: The last season, so. finally, midway through the last season, I just put my foot down and gave up because it, it, it would just make me mad every episode. Oh, the
4: end was so good, though, and it was so complete. You know who was good was
3: uh, Katie Segal. Yeah, Katie Segal is Kate, great. an yes. unbelievable actress. Wow, she's, she's good. Underrated. I got it for
4: Charlie Hunnam. I'm not going to lie.
2: Oh, I would lay down. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I would lay down on thirty-five W yep. and weave traffic. Just Dirty for five birdie minutes. and all. Yeah, bring yeah. it
4: on. You know he Dirty. never bathes. He doesn't. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Uh. Ew. Nope. Him okay, and Brad Pitt, though. Come on. You can just plug your nose.
2: No, I'm not doing that. That's disgusting. <laughs> Close the window. You're letting the
4: stink out. <laughs>
2: clean, clean yourself. That's disgusting. You don't want to live
4: with them, but you just might want to no, roll down no. on the highway. You
2: no. Know. Clean yourself. That's disgusting. It takes four minutes. Soap, washcloth. Use it.
4: Lobster showers like three times a day. Mm, good for him. Yeah, he can't go to bed without freshly being showered and clean. That's oh, that's good. nice. Yeah, well, good for you. He's you very a clean <laughs>
2: husband. I mean, he has brown teeth, but at least he's clean. <laughs> right, stuff.
4: <Steph>? Mm. <laughs> the funny part of the brown teeth story is he went and got whitener, and he has whitened them. And it worked. See? Well, yeah. Now, now he's clean and has white teeth. He is. One speaking of clean wants, and Steph? white teeth, Steve Patterson's about to open his tout
1: simplement routier.
3: Shonto.
2: Is Donna here or is it just Steve? Yes. She's here. She came. Hi, Steve. Hi, Hi Donna.
4: Hi,
2: I think today's just a Donna day. Yes. No talking, Steve. No yep. talking, Steve. I got Steve. potatoes here. Um,
4: <laughs> he's Donna. He's hash hey. Gonna eat. Hey, what do hey, you got girl. coming up, Donna? Um,
1: well, today's Tuesday. We do confessions on Tuesday. Oh, Today we want to know what is something you're good at but hate doing. Thanks oh. for saying that very sexy. Yeah.
4: That was wow. <laughs> it took it into uh, a whole new conversation. I'm plunging the toilet, but, <laughs> but I
2: hate doing I it. I <laughs> hate it, Don. Right Don't before I we plunging. Try
4: not to sound so sexy, Don. <sighs> right before we uh walked in the door just to make Steve uncomfortable.
1: He's like, What are we gonna tell him we're doing? I go, Yeah, something that you're uh you know, really good at, but hate doing. I go, you know, sex. Oh <laughs> 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 and he goes, I gotta eat these ash browns right
4: now.
2: Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna do it for us. He's had there some sex.
4: S- He's got a lot of kids. Four oh times four God. times
2: documented. Yeah. There okay, you go. I'm out with that one. Go out there for yourself, right, Don?
1: <laughs> That's right, you be you unless you're a bad person. <laughs> Change before